Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Sam French on Chris Parker uh, inside our studios here in Midtown Atlanta. So glad you're with us on this night that started out kind of rainy, uh, but it's, you know, it's cleared up a little bit, whatnot. But, you know, maybe some games went a little bit faster than normal because of the conditions. You just put the ball on the ground and the clock kept running. We got some games of final. Harris County has won again. Harris County is 6-1. and one. They beat Northside Columbus 27-7 tonight. That's a big win for Harris County. I believe that's going to be a, a game where Northside Columbus won the region. First region championship school history last year. Harris County now the inside track for now to be the region champ in that group. Westlake's final tonight winners over Pebblebrook 47-7. Westlake moves to 6-1 and one on the year. Uh, and we talked about Lasseter and Roswell earlier, but the went final Roswell eighty four to six. Eighty four. Eighty four points. Yeah. Eighty four points. How about Milton wins thirty one to nothing winner over South Forsyth. So Milton, tough schedule for Milton, but they moved to three and three. That's a region game. That's starting their re- they played the Forsyth schools in them. First region game for Milton. Milton moves to one and zero in the region, thirty one to nothing winner over South Forsyth. We've been keeping an eye on Cass and Cartersville. That game is tied at seven in the third quarter. We're not talking so much about Calhoun and Hiram. Calhoun is up 34-28. That's a third-quarter score um, in that game. And also, we got uh, we got Heritage Conyers taking on Eastside. Eastside is up 25-6, third quarter uh, in that game. Sam Cartersville just scored, as they're speaking, to go up 13-7. They're kicking the extra point now. Um, the extra point's good. It's going to be 14-7. Cartersville overcast three minutes into – left to go in the third quarter. So they got about uh, 15 minutes of ball left to play. But great, great, great game going on down in Cartersville. But fantastic, fantastic. Well, one of the games last week that really really got our attention, jumped off the page, was Newton. Newton taking on, and you know how difficult their region is, a tough region that they're in, uh, taking on Grayson. And they went and got a win over Grayson last week, 31-27 the final score. They are unbeaten at 6-0. and They have a bye this week. But we're going to put Coach to work a little bit. Coach Lad Skelton, uh, this bye week 
is joining us now here on the Scoreboard Show. Uh, Coach, congratulations on the win last week, and thanks for joining the Scoreboard Show with Sam and Chris. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, glad you have me. Coach, can, congratulations on the great start to the season. You know, you guys are 6-0. and uh, You beat Grayson. Been all, Newton's been good for a long time, but you're trying to move into that next group of good, right? What's right. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your team. Brag on your team for a minute, man. 6-0, and uh-huh. great start. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it all started in our all season. We, you know, we just pounded about uh, having a great culture of not quitting, uh, working extremely hard and believing. And I think our team is inspired by that. Uh, everything, all the work we put in. Uh, these guys are working extremely hard. Our community is uh, thriving right now. We got great turnouts at the games. Our administration, our student body. Uh, these kids are doing doing the right things on and off the field. Uh, they're believing in our culture, and uh, we're gonna go out there every Friday and try to outwill our opponents and never quit and uh, believe in ourselves. You know, I don't think it's a rule out there that says we have to lose any Friday. So, you know, our goal is to go one and zero every Friday, and we believe in our preparation. So, these guys are prepared the right way. I'm proud of them. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to the second half of the season. Coach Kelton, I know with the, with, in the first half of your schedule there, especially wins over Alcovey and and uh, and East Side, you want to get the uh, you don't want to get the Newton County belt, so you got the Newton, right. you got got the Newton County belt. <laughs> but what happened right. after that? You beat a McEachin team that tonight has since since that game has beaten Valdosta and is leading Harrison. You've beaten a right. Westlake team that is strong, and you beat Grayson. Thoughts about your last three games, and what does that tell you uh, about your team and the possibilities for your team this season? Yeah, tough tough opponents. A lot of respect for those programs and their coaches. Um, all those programs have been really good for a long time. Uh, for us to get some wins over those guys uh, speaks to, again, our culture and uh, our belief system. Uh, and we believe that if we play Newton football the right way, uh, that we got it, we got a good chance of being able to go out there and win every Friday. We do how big those games were, uh, especially going to region play, going to Grayson, uh, that we wanted to get some wins. And when we believe that we can do it if we prepare the right way. Um you know, we got a great road ahead, and uh, but we're excited. I mean, we're excited about those wins, and uh, but at the same time, we're humbled to know, enough to know that uh, we got to keep going. Our goal is, is much larger than what we've already accomplished, and uh, we're looking forward to going forward. Coach, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't stop for a minute and talk about Coach Skelton. Okay, Sam? So, he, this is a guy, and, you know, I'm, I'm a coach guy. I do the podcast yeah. and give out these awards and all that. Yeah. And I believe Coach won some defensive coordinator awards, Parker Resource stuff back in the day. So, But here's what I like as I learned about Coach. He'd been at the same school since 2012. Coach changed oh. a couple times. He stayed there. He stayed there. He stayed there. He stayed there. Now he's the head coach. You know how many people jump around now in Coach? You know how many people are not just working right. somewhere and trying to, get, trying to work hard and make a name for themselves where they are? So, Coach – First, thank you for being a good example for I can use now for the next many years. Yes, sir. And, and then what's been the what's been maybe the blessings or the negatives about being there so long and taking over as a head coach? You know, you spend what about nine or ten years as an assistant coach there, then you take right. over the head coach. Has that been challenging or has it been a positive? Uh, it's been it's been a positive. I mean, it's been an easy transition just from the support I have. I already. You know, I I know how to do this uh, here because I've been here long enough to know. Uh, I know the kids. I've, I've you know done everything here for a long time. I've 
been a strength and conditioning coach. I've been a recruiting coordinator. I've been a DC here. I'm, you know, so I, I, I embody and, and love these guys uh, to death. Um, and, and, and it's been a joy to to work around this community. You know, I know the alumni, I know the businesses, and everything around. And I knew how much uh, potential is here. And if I, I knew if I ever got the opportunity to, uh, you know, just in terms of what I would like to do. But I've had some great mentors and, and great coaches before me in, the, in terms of Coach Grant, Coach Banks, uh, our AD now, Coach Allen, who was the head coach first year as well. So, um, I, I, you know, just, just all the leadership that I've seen before me and learn how to do things and just being able to, being able to sprinkle uh, what I can do on top uh, when it's my time has been great. Um, but the support has been there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm happy about being here for so long. It doesn't seem that long, but when I look back on it, it is. But it's great. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to accomplishing more for sure. Coach, I, I had a chance to run into you back during the summer. You were at the uh, 707 for Robbie Roper over in, uh, at Roswell, and we talked then. Yes, sir. Uh, and you talked about the fact that you had been at the school a, a long time and you wanted to develop things in your culture it was not just, you know, on the field and what you did, but also in the school, in the classroom, and beyond. You talked about a number of activities, uh, just team-building things that you were doing with the young people away from the field. Talk about right. some of those things and why that's so important for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a relationship guy, and I, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher of life. You know, at, at the end of the day, and uh, football is more of a platform for us, so. Uh, we've done some great things this all season. We fed the homeless, uh, which is a, a beautiful experience, a humbling experience to make our guys understand how grateful uh, they are to be in the position they are, uh, that just having a roof over their head. Uh, we've had uh, our sessions that we call real talk sessions. We had uh, Miss Pamela Boudre, who came in and, and led a, a domestic violence uh, session. And I, I think it's very important that uh, – in our program, number one, we respect our women at all times, and uh, I thought that was huge for our, for our kids to, to, to hear some of the stories and uh, and make us appreciate the women around. Um, we have financial literacy programs installed and had uh, people come in and talk about those things and and uh, teaches teaches our kids about 401ks and all these beautiful things uh, that these kids are going to have to learn uh, going forward. Um, but it's been great. Uh, our kids are doing outstanding in academics um, and everything. So, you know, we got a, a bunch of good things going off the field, and I really think that has contributed um, to what we're doing this season. Uh, we built we built a family foundation. Uh, we got a father-son program that's thriving. We took our kids fishing with their fathers and leaders in the community uh, that I think is great. And uh, th- these are things that I'm most excited about more than any win, and I want to continue to do those things going forward. Man, that's something I'm excited about, Sam. Yeah. Because this is what people need to be – this is what a lot of football coaches – Coach Skelton's doing an awesome job. Yeah. But so many guys are doing these types of things. Mm-hmm. I hope people are really listening to what he was saying. Now, we're also going to teach some guys to block and tackle and oh, try yeah. to win some ball games, and that's important to try to win. But all this other stuff is going on too, okay? So it's not all about whatever you think up in the bleachers what somebody dropped the ball and you're mad at them. You know, this is what it's about. Right, Coach? Absolutely, absolutely. Just being great off the field. I think I really think that's a key contributor to building relationships with these guys. And uh, you know, once our guys understand that we we love them off the field, um, and at the end of the day, we're going to inherit all of their off the field and on the field goals. 
uh, these guys gonna run through a brick wall for you. So it's it's a lot easier uh, to get to get what you need from them on the field. Uh, they understand that you got genuine love for them, that you want them to be successful. And uh, so you know the joy of winning the game is much greater. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know at the end of the day when all those things come together. Well, coach, we can get you out on this one, but what? So so six and zero, oh, you can't do any better than that. But what's got to improve so you can get to that playoff game? You can get past the first round of playoffs. Been in the team's been in the playoffs several years. The last few years, they've not gotten out of the first round. The last several, what's got to happen for you guys to get further this year? What what's something that's got to improve on the team? Well, right now, I think you know we want to start better than what we have. Um, you know, against the Grayson, against a good Grayson team, we didn't start uh, in the first half like we wanted to. And I, I think uh, we had to get woke up and understand that we can play ball as well. And uh, obviously, we finished like we wanted to. So I think we got to get do a better job of starting. Um, we want to want to be able to win each phase of the game, but I think our culture really has to thrive in the special teams areas. Um, I think we got to embody that and uh, a little more. Um, our coach staff is doing a, a, a great job, um, but you know I, I think if we can get a great a great start, that'll definitely help us. Um, but right now we believe, and, and I don't I don't think we have a team that's focused on the past. I think that they believe everything is possible in front of you know, and uh, you know we hope to continue uh, to to do the things you know that our goal is set out to do, and we don't want to lose. You know we want to win every game. And at the end of the day, play our best game. And we're process-oriented, and we're not resort-driven. So nobody's on our team is looking at the scoreboard or they're not reading about how good they are. They're only looking at getting better. And as long as we focus on our process, uh, we got a good shot. We got a good shot of any uh, winning on a Friday. Coach Josh Skelton, how'd you guys spend this week? It's a bye week, but but how'd you guys spend this week? Uh, this week was great. You know, uh, we try to keep away from the word bye. We, we talked about having a work week. Um, and, and this week is probably one of our harder practices. Um, we went a little longer. We got yeah. really better. We went out here and competed against each other, watched some film, and really got better. So more about us this week. And uh, we wanted to see, you know, who, who was going to compete and who was interested in getting better. Our lifting sessions were great. And uh, today we today we watched some film, and uh, we took those guys to the bowling alley. And uh, we had a good time with the coaches and players uh, bowling and uh, we'll attack the day again this weekend on Sunday. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Then uh, get ready for a good Brookwood team. Coach, what'd you bowl? Now tell the truth. <laughs> what'd you bowl? What, what was what was the I'm score? Not, I, I'm not that good. I, I bowled a 106. Uh, you hit a hundred though. Yeah, I hit a hundred. <laughs> Coach, you didn't put those uh, things in the gutter though. You didn't. Put the... <laughs> oh no, not the bumper. No, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Got to yeah, ask you a question. Yeah. We we had, we had Coach Banks on with us a couple of weeks ago. And he talked yes, about, he's down there at Green County. You know, he's undefeated down there, too. And, right, right. And, uh, and he talked about this place they have down there where they serve the buttermilk pie. He hadn't, he hadn't right. introduced you to the buttermilk pie, has he? He hasn't. He hasn't. He owed he, he owe me one, though, so for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. I can do a lot more work at the buttermilk pie place than I can at the bowling alley. Yeah. Maybe Coach right, can, right, too. Right. Huh? <laughs> Coach Skelter, we thank you for spending some time with us on this Friday night. Always great to, to check in with you. Congrats on the way your team is playing on the big win last week, and, and uh, good luck to you guys the rest of the way. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. That is Coach Josh Skelton uh, from out at Newton, Newton, the Newton Rams. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm a Coach Skelton fan. Isn't that something? Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed he told that. me about those things uh, back during the summer at that uh, 707 and how, you know, the things off the field, the financial literacy, mm-hmm. the things like that, just to Fantastic. Ex- expose them to life. It's what people are doing that yeah. nobody really hears about or knows. And yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm a Coach Skelton fan. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, folks. Coming back, we're going to have more scores, more from our reporters who are at the games. We're into the fourth quarter in most of our games tonight. We're going to update those scores as some games go final. We have them for you as well. You stay with us here on the Scoreboard Show. Course Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Taking it back. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. It's school days on the High School Scoreboard Show. Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Always a segment that we enjoy doing each and every Friday night. We take a pause from the action out on the field on a Friday night and to reflect on what it means to have been a part of Friday nights in, in Georgia and high school football. And some people we talked about have played the game at the collegiate level. Some have played professionally. Some have played other sports. We've had people who have gone and played, played baseball, played something yeah. else. But they nothing takes the place of the memories from Friday nights. Some even played in the Super Bowl, Sam. Well, well yes. But we're not going to talk about we're it. Not, <laughs> we're going to talk about high school football. We're going to talk about high school football uh, down at Peach County High School and the guy who played so hard down there, and it paved the way for tremendous things in college and professionally. Greg Lloyd, welcome to the Scoreboard Show with Sam and Chris. We're so happy you're able to join us on this Friday night. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. When you, when you think of Friday nights now and, um, you know, you reflect on them, what, what are those memories, what kind of memories come back for you? You know, it's so funny because back then, you know, football was, I mean, we just, we just playing because we enjoyed the game. You know, we, we loved to play. We wanted to put on a show. We wanted to, uh, you know, we obviously we wanted to win. 
and uh, you know we wanted to uh, you know make our parents and make our state and our, our school proud of us. Um, you know, didn't didn't have any insight beyond that until probably you know as we got you know probably 11th, 12th grade. But at the beginning of it, it was just you know glad to be on the team, glad to be one of the leaders, glad to go out and play hard, and then you know you adopted that attitude of. Now that we're out here, let's see if we can make some people quit playing this sport. <laughs> awesome. Greg, is there one moment that stands out when you think about your time at Peach County? Is there any one moment in the game that you say, man, that, that, was, that was my favorite time? Well, uh, uh, kind of uh, good and bad. You know, with me, I was always known as a, as a hard hitter. And um, homecoming, homecoming. Um, playing again. I think we were playing, if I'm not mistaken, Mary Persons. Ooh, we Mary that's, a, Persons that's a big game school. now. Yeah, yeah, big game. And you got it for homecoming. We played Mary Persons, and uh, I hit this kid and broke his leg, and they kicked me out of the game. Whoa! And I thought, wow, that was um, not done purposely, and why should I get you know kicked out of the game? But they kicked me out of the game for. Breaking this kid's leg, I remember coming to the sideline and I was, I was disgusted. And I remember uh, one of my coaches, Coach Hughley, was like, "Well, you know, that's how it is. That's how it goes." It's like, yeah, but this is homecoming. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is homecoming. You know, you don't want to get kicked out of homecoming. So that that was that was really really memorable for me. We knew Greg is a hard hitter in in the NFL, but how hard did you have to hit somebody in 1980 something? To get thrown out of the game, baby. <laughs> well, you know, it has to it has to start somewhere, right? <laughs> so 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 that was probably the beginning of something that I had no clue would uh take me, you know, four years of college and twelve years in the pros, my man. Wow, that is great. We're talking with Greg Lloyd, spending some time reflecting on his school days. What places that you like to go and play? Is there a certain place you say, boy, I love to go play at that place? And, 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 or, or what was it like on a Friday night at Peach County High School? I see the pictures of what they got now. They got field turf down there. They got all kind of stuff. <laughs> you, you look, listen, now you laugh. Yeah, they didn't have field turf in Greg's day. <laughs> in case you were wondering. That's a beautiful so. stadium they got down there now at, at Fort Valley. It looks awesome what they've done to it. But what was it like Friday nights there and, and, and for, to have your community come out and be around you? Well, you know, man, it's, it's like if you if you've been in a small town where a lot of guys were potential superstars. When I say superstars, I'm talking they could have played D1 ball and been out drinking all night and smoking all night and would have been, you know, still better than most of the guys that were there. But you get all of those guys that could have been, they're coming back and they're leaning on the fence. Some of them in the game and they're, you know, they they, you know, you want to be, you want to be proud. But when you're walking through them, you know, it's the funny thing. They're they're like, oh, y'all ain't like we were. Y'all can't do what we did. Y'all can't do it like I, you know, that kind of. So you want to, you know, you want to, you know, you want to prove them wrong. But at the same time, you know, it's, it, it was it was family. It was you know all your friends, everybody you knew from school and from church. It was a really close, you know, close-knit community. And at the same time, you know, there was some, you know, you know, there was some some people that, like you said, that, that probably, like every game you go to, shouldn't have been let in games. But, <laughs> hey, listen, man, it was, it was, it was, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have oh, to yeah. say it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, 
you know. But it was it was it was really good, man. It was like you know, it was really family. Everybody was rooting for you. You know, we were. You know, the band was playing. The band was part of it. The band got going, and you know, the coaches, you know, got to going and things of that nature. But I just I just love the the atmosphere of you know coming out, seeing everybody all the cars out and then the lights are on and you come through and then the stadium on our side is, you know, it's just packed, you know, and, and it's just not that many. It's so packed that our people have to go on the other side, the visitor side to sit also. So, you know, that, that, that euphoria, man, it just, it sticks with you. It, and, uh, you know, when you get into, when you carry it over to college, you kind of, I won't say you get used to it, but you're like, you expect it, but it's just different. It's just different. It's just like, it's like, Time stands still for a few hours on Friday night, and it's like whatever issues or problems or whatever that's going on, whether it's community or in the country, football takes the place of it and substitute and gives somebody something really, really, really good and hope to believe in something. You know, I think that's what, you know, that's what I take from it now looking back at it. Man, that was a good word, Sam. That, that's exactly what yeah. high school football really is. Mm-hmm. You know, that for a Absolutely. few hours every Friday kind of stops and we all cheer for us against the other team. Yeah. Uh, Greg, does, does, is there a great sense of pride with how good Peach County has been since you left? I mean, they've had a phenomenal run, you know, for the last 30 years or so of many, many, many region championships, several state championships. Do you take a sense of pride in, in what they've done since? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we were we played, but we weren't very good when we played. I mean, we played hard, but we didn't win any any chamber. Our, our biggest thing was to beat Perry. If we could beat Perry, we you know we we've accomplished something. You know that year, but uh, you know, lots of great teams after after we left. Lots of great chefs. I had a chance to witness uh, one. I, I can't call exactly what year it was, I was playing, and I just happened to be home. I think I may have been retired at the time. But I, I actually got to go to the Dome to see them win a state championship. And, uh, you know, it was really, really, really cool. So, yeah, I mean, anytime somebody says Peach County, Fort Valley, if I'm out of the state, if I'm somewhere else, it, you know, no matter what you're doing, you stop and you go, okay, somebody's trying to get my attention because they just said Peach County, Fort Valley. You know, but uh, yeah, man, just, you know, it's a sense of pride. You know, we have people who have come through Peach County, graduated Peach County, and all and all over the world, all over the country. And um, that pride, man, is instilled when people go out and they do something to become successful. And I think everybody takes pride in, in knowing that, yeah, listen, yeah, we're a product of uh, Peach County High School. We're a product of a high school that was not really built on when we were there, you know, athletics. It was built on, you know, academics. Everything mm-hmm. was about academics when we were there. You know, football was, uh, it was leisure. It was something that you did in your spare time. And if you just happen to be good at it, you have to be good at it. But they wanted you to get your, you know, get your education while you were there. And uh, that was one of the main stays for, you know, my household and uh, most of my friends' households also. Yeah, Greg. Well, when did, what turned the light on for you? Because you talked about being there and in program not being really strong at the time. You're talking about seeing a lot of guys come back hanging on the fence who could have been but didn't. Yeah. What was it that turned the light on for you and got you focused uh, to to well, to use the game? I I uh, probably my senior year, about my junior year, I got a couple of uh, letters, and they weren't from D one schools. They were just you know schools. And, you know, you gotta understand now. You, you've been to Fort Valley, Fort Valley, Peach County. It's it's a small little town. If you 
if you you know if your parents work at this at the college or at the school or if you work at the bluebird at that time you know those were the jobs and so for a kid growing up you know i had enough uh, uh um teachers around me to like you know you want to do something bigger you want to get out of Fort Valley, kind of, you know, spread your wings, go do something and make something of yourself. And so, you know, I got colleges, you know, that were calling, but they were like, you know, Troy State and people. I wanted to go to Georgia Tech is where I wanted to go to school at. And uh, Georgia didn't call, so I can't say what I want to say about them on, on, on air. Okay, but, uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I, did, I did. But at the time, I believe, Sam, I was like ranked number two linebacker in the state of Georgia. And the kid that was ranked number one, Georgia – you know, picked him up, and I was just for sure thought Georgia Tech. Well, long long story short, Coach Doug Porter came last coach. He came and wooed mine, and and uh, basically I I wasn't there. He came. He was kind of like he was like came in the back door like he was a you know he's an Army Ranger. So he pulled an Army Ranger. <laughs> thing, waited till I was waited till I was at home, and he went over and talked to her. So when I got back home, that's all I heard was Fort Valley. But you know the thing about it at that time, Fort Valley State would let all of the high school, Peach County high school kids in. They would let us in the games, home games. And so I had a familiar with what Fort Valley was doing. I knew a lot of the players by name because of hearing them on the, you know, in a car making tackles and touchdowns, things like that. So I knew who they were. I had never met them knew who they were. So uh talked to Mr. Hughley, who was my um, sixth grade PE teacher, who's also come up right, brother. And he was like, hey, man, if you want to play football, you can go out to football and play football, get your great education. So that's what it became. And, again, it wasn't like let's look to the pros, which I thought I could do, but it was like can I do it at Fort Valley? Do I have the talent? That's me internalizing me. And so I was like, what the heck? So I had a chance to go to Troy State. I had a chance to go to um, – there's another college there in Alabama I can't think of that I went to visit a couple of times. So I just like, okay, I'll do Fort Valley. And I remember the first time walking on Fort Valley and seeing uh, Andre Green, called him Kazmaier, and all these big linebackers. And I came back home and I told my aunt, I said, I'm never going to play there. And she said, what? Well, <laughs> I said, I said, I'm like, coming out of, hey, real talk, real talk, coming out of high school, mind you, I was probably 200 and maybe 17 pounds, bench pressing about 330, but I, would, I could run. But I just looked like a tall basketball player. So that's mm-hmm. how they saw me when I walked on the field. Like, who's this skinny kid? And I can understand that's probably where D1 schools probably looked at me like, he's a little kid, too small or whatever, whatever. And so that's when it began. And um, so one of, the, one of the few guys as a freshman who got a chance to play, got some opportunities to start. And um, that's when it got started, you know. And um, – so from that moment on, I just I just became competitive. I got stronger. I put on weight. I got faster. And um, the more I played, the more I heard people talk. And then the very first time I had um, an opportunity, somebody said there was going to be an NFL scout. You know, there I think I was in the uh, I was playing at um, oh gosh, it was uh, I got chosen to play a long time ago the Black College uh, uh, All Star Game was mm-hmm. called Freedom Ball. Freedom Ball. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. And it was played in RFK Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got chosen to be a starter and got a chance to uh, be coached by one of the greatest coaches ever, Eddie Robertson. And uh, Eddie Rob had two outside linebackers that he wanted to, you know, present to the pros and, you know, he wanted to showcase, but they weren't starters. So he put them on. I was always played outside linebacker, a little outside linebacker in five two, but always outside. So he showcased them and I played inside because I had to start. And lo and behold, Tony Dungy. 
Whoa. who mm. at the time was the defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just happened to be at the game, saw me play, did not say a word to me, did not speak to me. Did, I just knew he was there. And then um, probably about a week or so later, um, a scout from Pittsburgh came, and I ran a time for him, and then they started coming. So that's how I knew. Wow. I remember the first time, uh, Coach Tom Donahue, who was, the, who was the scout for Pittsburgh at the time, I ran a timing for him on grass, then he warmed up, and he looked at me, kind of smiled. He said, hey, has anybody else been here to run, you run a timing for? <laughs> and I went, no. And so, you know, you know how you laugh right now? You kind yeah. of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that kind of gives you an idea that, yeah, you got something going on. But I had the, the numbers were there. You know, the numbers were, if I had been, like you said, you know, hindsight being 2020, if, you know, with the stats I had being at a D1 college, I, I was easily a first-round draft choice. Right. So yeah. they didn't know. And, again, black college football at that time was still kind of a, you know, touch and go, even though you had so many guys that had come before me and, and set a standard from mm-hmm. HBCU. So it was like, you know, it was cool. So Bill Nunn, who was actually the one of the one of the uh, first black scouts for, mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh Steelers, were responsible for me. You know, getting to the Steelers. So, of course, I got, you know, I got drafted. Thought I was going to Dallas because Dallas had sent a whole lot of paraphernalia to the school and stuff like that. And then, you know, on that day, Pittsburgh drafted me. So, you know, it was, I mean, it was, it's surreal. You know, I mean, it's like you think about it, you think, you know, you go back and you think all the time that I missed, you know, it was like my family was going on vacations and going on trips. And I had spring football practice. And it was like, well, if you want to be captain, you you got to be here, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So they're trying to tell a, a kid, make a choice between going on vacation and coming out here playing spring football. So obviously, I made the right decision. Absolutely. And, uh, rest- Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, the rest is, is what it is. So from that moment on, man, I, I never look back. Now. Back to more of the high school football scoreboard show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back inside our Midtown Atlanta studios on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw with Chris Parker. So glad you're with us for the scoreboard show, high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, my goodness, there's so many games going on. Of course, we're talking about region time getting started um, with most many of our teams. These final scores are coming in. We're going to get back to those in a minute. But we got somebody that usually checks in with us uh, from games this week, and she is taking something as, as girls' flag football has taken off this week. And so tonight, she's bringing us a little something different. We're talking Kelly Price from Fox 5, High 5 Sports. Uh, good evening, Kelly. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show. And you got something different for us tonight. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, every year we like to showcase one week out of the year a flag football game. It's such a growing sport in Georgia. It's insane how much it's caught on in just the last couple of years. But this week, uh, we went to Blessed Trinity. They were hosting Marietta. This, these were two teams that played in the semifinals against each other the last two years at the flag football uh, state championship tournament. So um, a really good matchup. But today, this one was all uh, Blessed Trinity. They actually shut Marietta out 27-0. So, um, But it's just fun to kind of showcase these games. These girls absolutely love, I mean, even more so maybe than the guys when we come do their <laughs> games. Um, because, you know, it's, it's so new and it's such a new opportunity for these girls. I mean, personally, I'm just jealous that I didn't get to play flag football when I was in high school. It's so cool that they have this opportunity. Well, Kelly, you, you stole my question because my question was, are you jealous of these people? <laughs> so I have to add another. What position is Kelly playing? Now, <laughs> yeah, if we really, rewind yeah. a couple years, oh, what position is Kelly a, on the flag football team? Oh, that's a great question. I think I'm going linebacker. Yeah, you, you got that linebacker. toughness. Hard-hitting yeah. linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exciting to see, Sam. I'm telling you, if you haven't gotten a chance, I know you have, Sam, mm-hmm. but anybody listening hasn't gotten a chance. It, it's the growing, and Georgia is on the forefront of this. We were one of the first states to really mm-hmm. make it a part of the association, and some of our people have been going to other states and showing them how to implement in their state, and it's a super fast-growing sport Absolutely. across the country. Kelly, talk about the fact that our NFL team, our pro football team, has been a big proponent of this and uh, the opportunities because now we're seeing some college programs show up. These Some of these young ladies are going to be able to go to, to college on scholarship. Right, and the Falcons actually host the NAIA National Championships, which is what a lot of these girls go on to do um, playing flag football. But, you know, the other thing is, too, a lot of these girls go to play D1 sports in other sports. Like tonight, the biggest player in the game, she scored three touchdowns um, and was just an absolute force. Clark Hamilton, she's going to play lacrosse at Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's actually on the national team for women's lacrosse, like, you know, at our, the national team. That's pretty cool. Um, but a lot of these girls also play, you know, softball, soccer. They run track or, you know, so many other sports that they balance all these things. But they also want to play flag football because it's such a cool opportunity. Um, it's cool that they kind of juggle all of that. 
Um, like today, we were talking to a girl who literally came from softball practice. We watched her walk up from the softball diamond to put on a jersey and go play flag football. So it's pretty cool to see. And the other thing that was really cool that I had not seen before, and I'm sure this is a very normal thing, but they also had a JV game for flag mm-hmm. football because both those teams have enough girls trying out for the flag football squad that they now have a JV team, which I think is just so cool that they have that opportunity for so many different girls to play flag football um, at that level. It's just, it's really cool to see. That is fantastic stuff. Of course, this is going to be on High Five Sports tonight. People can tune in and watch, right? Right, 11 o'clock here in, uh, what, about 15 minutes or so. But we've also got all kinds of stuff coming up um, on on that show, of course. I I listened earlier, you guys were talking to Newton Coach. Um, great. That was a great interview, but they were our team of the week. So that was, yeah. that was cool to hear him uh, kind of talk more about the off the field stuff that you guys were talking to him about. I was a fan, Kelly. I don't know him. I know most of the coaches. I don't know him that well. I was a fan. Yeah, what, what yeah a great that guy. was really, really cool. Fantastic stuff. Great stuff from you as always, Kelly. Thanks so much for saving some time to check in with us uh, on High Five Sports and great stuff on Girls Flag getting kicked off this week. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, that is Kelly Price uh, from Fox 5 Sports checking in with us. We got some action tonight up in Forsyth County. Lambert was in action against Forsyth Central. Derek Rettman is here uh, with an update. Derek, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show. Well, while, while we're waiting on Derek, can I can I interject, Sam? Yeah, go ahead. It's four, in the Cass and Cartersville game. It's fourteen to fourteen. There's twenty seven seconds left in the game. Is that something you're interested in? Yeah. Twenty seven seconds left in the game. Fourteen to fourteen. Cass got the ball, trying to find a way to get in field goal range. Maybe try a game winning field goal. Possibly. How about that? Whoa. Cass got the ball on the twenty yard line. We watch for that. Okay, we got Derek Richmond. He's ready to go now from Forsyth County Sports. Uh, Derek, what do you have for us tonight? The Lambert Longhorns were victorious in front of their home crowd on homecoming night. They scored 28 points unanswered in the second half to remain unbeaten, 6-0. Cam Bland came in clutch for the Lambert Longhorns on six carries. He rushed for 108 yards and scored two long touchdowns, one from 43 yards and one from 50 yards out. Then caught a 67-yard pass to turn on the Jets for a TD reception. Tommy Lafayette also got in the Lambert Crispin end zone on eight yards off a wildcat play. After Forsyth Central stuck, stuck with the 42-yard field goal, they had a challenge making it past 50-yard line. Though the defense did play today with the goal line force fumble, and Bulldog Camden Sexton ball-hawked the quarterback Marshall Coleman, who didn't finish the third quarter out due to an energy. Ethan Daughtery came out to finish and was the one that threw that TD pass to Cam Bland. I'm Derek Richmond, a sports reporter for Forsyth County News. All right. Thanks so much, Derek, for that update from Forsyth County News. And the game out at Lambert. Lambert continues to roll. Yeah, thanks, him for the update. That was awesome. Good to hear. Lambert, <laughs> they got a good team, man. They got a good thing going, undefeated. Um, took it to Forsyth Central. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're hanging on for the end of the game that you talked about because Jeff Sintel is there, usually checks in with us. He's waiting for that game. I don't think he wants to check in right now. No. <laughs> There's 19 seconds left in the game. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jeff said give him about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We got some scores we can run down uh, tonight as some games are, are winding down. Down on the south side, we got some finals there. Jones County over Olaf, 48-17. It was Warner Robins beating Union Grove 27-14. 
final score in that game. Uh, Eagles landing over Locust Grove, 26-20. Uh, that's the final score in that one. Uh, Northgate, 56, McIntosh, 21, a uh, final score tonight. Those golf carts. And those golf carts. Yeah, the, well, the golf carts didn't get him up short tonight, but they, they were playing. They, they didn't score any touchdowns but they, for them. But they were playing at, at, at McIntosh, so the golf carts were there. Camden County tonight wins 35-33 to over Richmond Hill. That's a big Region 1-7A win for Camden County, two quality teams there. Uh, Carrollton beat East Coweta, it's 56-24, man, Carrollton. That may be one of the bigger tests they get. Westlake's in that same region. Uh, McEachern beats Harrison, final, 24-21 McEachern over Harrison. Big, 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 big region win for McEachern. Yep. Uh, final score, we got uh, Stockbridge over uh, over Levitt. Uh, forty-eight nothing. Mm-hmm. Stockbridge really talented this uh, year. Winning that one, that, that was a big time final score in that. One. We got Holy Innocence forty-seven, Miller Grove seven, and that's a pretty strong score because Miller Grove got off to a pretty strong start this season. Heritage Catusa thirty-five, Cedar Town or oh, forty-seven, Cedar Town forty-seven, Heritage Catusa thirty-five. So Cedar Town is the winner in that one. Sam, we got some developments here. Developments, developments. Uh-oh. Cass is lined up for a game-winning field goal. Oh my goodness. Carters were jumped off sides. Whoa. So now that was fourth and four. So now it's going to be first down, but there's only 18 seconds left. Uh, I, you know, it's uh, it's looking good for the Colonels. You think so? Can the Colonels get – really? It's 14 to 14 for people listening. The score is 14 to 14. Uh, Cartersville and Cass, these are two backyard rivals. Yeah. Uh, but is it a rivalry if one team won five and the other one won 44? Ooh. Is that a rivalry? I mean, wow. so Cass just doesn't win this game very often. They haven't won it since 2007. Wow. I'm thinking if this guy – I mean, now they're back on offense. Looks like another timeout call, but they're going to come out in first and ten, be able to run a play or two and try to get a closer field goal. But they're going to try to set up for a field goal to win the game. If they make this kick, Sam – I'm pretty sure that this young man that kicks it will not be paying for anything. No. In in that community. No. For any time soon. No. <laughs> they, they will have It'll it. all be they, free. The NIL deal <laughs> the NIL. will be flowing. <laughs> At the local like meet and three place, you know, yeah, where you right. go in and get some, right. some vegetables and he's not paying <laughs> if they make this kick. Wow. Well, they, they're coming out. They're coming out to line up in, in, in their offense here. Well, they got another player too, because of that first down. See, they were going to kick a field goal, but the Cardinals jumped offside, so they gave them a first down. So they're going to come out and run a player too, probably call a timeout and then kick the field goal. See, they're just running more to the middle of the field or trying to get a few extra yards. Yep. And it's going to be interesting to see, guys. Cartersville and Cass. This would be a massive, massive. Win for the Colonels. Benedictine is still undefeated. They beat Burke County, who was undefeated. It's a big game. Two good teams. Burke County, 38 31. Benedictine was a great game. Oh, Burke County. Great ball game down there. All right, we're headed for the top of the hour, 11 o'clock hour. Hopefully, we hear from Jeff Sintel. And we'll hear from all of our reporters. And we're checking with a couple of our winning coaches tonight. You stay with us. It's Friday night. It's the Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.